Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Wow. We have a great lineup for you today. Boy, I'll tell you, you know, there is something about doing this uh, thing that I do for a living that is absolutely healing and thought-provoking. I will tell you that. You know, when I sit down and I get ready for the day and the conversations that are about to happen, you know, there are many, many things that happened to me as I look at my life and I think about, well, wow, what does this topic mean to me? And both of these topics today are extremely important, starting off with letting go of the lie of being a perfect mom. Yeah. Letting go of the lie of being a perfect mom with the questionable parent and expert, Glenna Rice. How many lies about what a perfect mom is to keep us from creating a family that works for us? OMG. This is really probably one of the most thought-provoking ideas for a show uh, that I've had about motherhood in a really long time. But then again, we are talking with uh, this amazing questionable parent uh, expert, Glenna Rice. And so I would have not expected uh, anything less. But today we get to explore this in ways that perhaps we hadn't explore, we hadn't done before. Um, you know, the question I guess is that you know, you know uh, uh, or not a question. If you would like more ease in parenting, then who would you want to work with? Well, you would want to work with someone that does things or works with folks in a radically different wealth of possibilities, and that's Glenna Rice. You know, she is. Um, uh, referred to as the questionable parent. You're going to find out why. It's not exactly what you might think it means. You know, a single mother of three, right? Um, I just, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, I cannot believe it. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how she does this. I should probably be asking. She probably walks around every day and asks with an eight, a 13, and a 17 year old. What else is possible here? She's also a physical therapist, a certified access facilitator, and access body class facilitator. We, we talk about many, many things on this show, but the question really is in the question, isn't it? It's really looking at infinite possibilities, and this is what she does. You know, she found this amazing work, and, you know, they, and, and that's what changed her life. Every day became a new discovery. Why? Because of the way she approaches this. You know, she is helping the lives of so many people. As a matter of fact, I just want to say this. You know, there are many, many things I could say. 
But if you go to her website, uh, glennarice.com, you're going to be able to find a, a, a lot about what people are saying. As a matter of fact, I was on her, her site this morning, and I was looking at, you know, a couple of the things that folks said. And I just want to read this to you all out there. This is someone that posted on her website. Her name is Jennifer. She says, I have worked with Glenna, and her ability to read the energy is extraordinary. I first went to her for my back, and now only and, – and, now not only has that changed, I have seen more ease in my body and things I only dreamed of are showing up in my life. More money, fun, and overall ease and lightness in everything I create now. So when we think of the word parenting or parent, to most of us, we kind of cringe a little bit about that. So today, I'm excited to be talking with her, someone that works with kids and adults whether it's on the autism spectrum, whether it's ADD, ADHD, OCD, dyslexia, and I've got a few of those um, that have uh, really uh, guided me to seeing the world in a different way, especially when I was younger. But the, the point is this. When we are looking at Glenna, whether it's chronic pain, eating difficulties, whatever that is, when you're working with her, you will enter a world that perhaps you had not even believed was possible. You will enter the world of possibilities. And she will help you see this in anything that pops up, not by solving a problem for you, but in helping each of us understand the absolutely divine questions to live by. Lena, thank you for joining me here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. What a beautiful intro. <laughs> I am humbled. <laughs> um, I have to tell you, you, uh, I mean, uh, and I did. I spent some time in going through and, and looking at, you know, what happens when you, when you discovered access consciousness, how your life changed, and now what you have said yes to in stepping out into the world. This topic, letting go of the lie of being the perfect mom, boy, I'll tell you, um, that is something that, you know, had me think in a lot of ways. And I wanted to ask you, you know, what is it about this topic for today, especially, you know, on the heels of Mother's Day? What is it about this topic that helps people get to a path of freedom? That's a good question. Um so many of these, the lies of motherhood, which there's so many of them. I was kind of like searching the web for different quotes of what people say about being a mother and through the years. And, it's, and, and the most common things I'm seeing is it's the most, you know, wonderful thing I've ever done or it's the biggest sacrifice I've ever made. And those two things are going on. Like those are two big lies that it's the most amazing, you know, life-fulfilling thing I've ever done, being a mother, or it's the hardest work that I've ever done. And I've sacrificed my whole life for my children. And they'll also say that sacrificing their whole life for their children like that is a wonderful thing to do. Mm. And those two lives together are such a conflictual reality that it's hard work and it's the best thing you ever did. Um, and when you have those lives going on, you have to look at everything you do as a mother. And to be a perfect mother and have to sacrifice your life is not a fun thing to do. If that's what's required to be a perfect mom, I have no interest in that. I don't want to give up me and my life for my children and I have two daughters, and I certainly don't want them to become mothers in the future and have to give up their lives. It's to have an amazing life, to have your children have amazing lives at the same time as being a mother. Mm -hmm. And if you're also looking mm -hmm. at it from it's the most amazing thing I've ever done, it's the greatest accomplishment I've ever done, 
nothing that doesn't match that. It's ever you're never going to see anything that doesn't match it, and you're always going to be trying to create this thing that you're also calling a sacrifice as something that's amazing, and you won't see anything else that's greater than that. You'll be looking for where it's good at the same time you're looking for where it's bad, and it makes motherhood insane. <laughs> there was one of those quotes that said, every mother is slightly insane. I remember reading that and go, yeah, we are. <laughs> that's one of the things we do, because trying to create yourself as perfect is impossible. There's no such thing as perfect. Perfect it just in itself is an impossibility, and you have to have so many decisions about what that is and what that looks like. And then you have to look at your your own mother or other mothers and see where they're doing it with in the point the point of view that you would think was perfect, and when they're not, where they're not. And none of that has anything to do with how you and your children could be creating a family that's greater than you can imagine. Mm. You may not even know what that looks like. It might look like nothing you've ever seen in this reality. And what if people could be creating from that point of view? What if mothers could be mm-hmm. creating their lives from that point of view? Would they be a little less stressed out? Would they be judging themselves a little less? Would they be having a little bit more fun with their children or with their lives and everything else they're doing in creating? Well, let's talk about this for a minute. You know, one of the things I'm really struck by, and, you know, I did a little Googling myself, right? But uh, uh, one of the things I'm struck by with what you said is it makes a giant assumption. It makes a giant assumption here when we talk about, you know, being the perfect mom. First of all, it makes an assumption, right, Glenna, on, on, you know, what a mom thinks, right? Always striving for a level of perfection to please or a level of perfection to do something right. You know, which yeah. means that you live in the world of being afraid of making a mistake. You know, okay, I have to tell you this, right? All right, so I haven't talked about this on the air. You know, uh, my brother is 10 years younger than me, and I have a sister that was 12 years older than me. And I got to raise my brother when, when I was, was younger because, you know, parents work, right? But, so I got to, to be in that place and as a young child. And I remember everything about the mistake. Now, I want to ask you about this, because there is an energy that that carries around with us, right? When we walk around being afraid of making a mistake. So I remember that, and I know I was young to do this, but I remember of being so afraid of making simple mistakes that it took away from love, right? Do you see what I'm saying? Isn't that interesting? Does, and so here's the question I want to ask you when we come back. So when we live in this world of perfection, Glenna Rice is my guest today, we live in this world of perfection, and we're striving to achieve something that some people may, they may not think is possible. How does that detract from our ability to love? Glenna Rice joining me here today. We are delving into a very, very, very important conversation. I want to make sure all of you out there, if you want to call into the show and ask a question, letting go of the lie of being a perfect mom. How about being the child of a mom, perhaps, that you think should have been more perfect? We're going to take a short break. 1-800-930-2819. And you can ask your questions if you go to the Dr. Pat Show dot com website scroll down to the bottom there's a box down at the bottom type your questions in we'll be right back and for more information about glenna don't forget go to glennarice.com we'll be right back
preceding audio was via a Skype call. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Want to experience a deeper spiritual connection, reduce stress, and overcome anxiety? You can take control of your life now with the power of meditation. Let Jennifer Farmer, gifted intuitive, medium, and spiritual teacher, show you how easy it is to develop your natural intuitive gifts, manage chronic pain, and live abundantly with a consistent meditation practice. Sign up now for Jennifer's newsletter at jenniferfarmer.com to receive a free healing meditation and watch her free instructional videos at jenniferfarmer.com tune in to sheer alchemy with leslie fontaine on transformationtalkradio.com and get ready to stir up your passions remove your blocks and shift into an entirely new existence Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Join Ari Lauer on Saturday, May 24th, 3 to 6 p.m. at East West Bookshop, Seattle for Essential Oil Healing. Ari's own incredible journey back to wellness from heavy metal poisoning using doTERRA essential oils. Now guided by her angels, Ari shares these healing secrets. You too can use these amazing essential oils to give your body what it needs to heal. Learn how Ari went from desperate and sick to vital and empowered. Register now at eastwestbookshop.com or call 1-800-587-6002. Cancer is complex. Chemotherapy is no longer just enough. You need doctors with an integrative, holistic approach supporting you. Your immune system, emotions, and healthy cells need all the help they can get through nutrition, immunotherapy, IV vitamin C, and more. At Holistique Medical Center, you find it all. Dr. Darvish, the medical director, is the only doctor in Washington formally trained in integrative cancer therapies. Visit Dr. Darvish at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is a powerful conversation. You know, there's a reason why people go to the seminars, go to the workshops that Glenna Rice puts on. Uh, there, are, there are reasons that people show up and work with her uh, all from all around the world. And it's because she helps us move from this stuckness where we try to solve problems, where we live in, the, when we live in what we think is a solution, and we actually cannot get out of our own way. So today is a very important topic, letting go of the lie of being a perfect mom. 
you know, with this amazing, questionable parent, questionable conversations, Glenna Rice is joining us here today. Um, there's lots of information on her, her website for those of you there. If you would love, love, love um, to be able to uh, call into the show or ask your question, feel free to give us a shout. If, if there's anything that is going on with, between you as a mom or with your mom, this is the show. It's both sides of the same coin. 1-800-930-2819. Also, you can ask your question if you go to the drpatshow.com, scroll all the way down. Uh, right there, ask your question. Or Transformation Talk Radio, you'll see the box uh, right on the right-hand side. Uh, com is the website. Glenna, you know, this is, uh, this is a big conversation. And, and, and am I correct in saying it's really two sides of the same coin when I said whether you're a mom or you're a child and are expecting perfection. It, was that a correct statement from your point of view? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, we, judge, we, we judge our mothers as not being perfect, and this reality really has a lot well, you know, The mother's to blame for everything that goes wrong in your life. <laughs> Everyone goes to the psychologist right. to find out what their mom did wrong. The, ah. the, um, the question that I love for that um, point of view is to ask, what's so right about your mom you're not getting? And the mm. other one the other point of view is an access point of view that I just it changes people's realities and twists them up backwards completely is to say, what if you picked your parents? And it's, it's a really odd question that you would actually pick your parents for a lot of people. But if I ask children under the age of about 11 that come to my workshop, they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't even phase them. They, they have the awareness that they actually chose who their parents are. And if you can get the awareness you chose your parents or you chose your big sister, you chose the family she was in, and somewhere you knew that she was going to be the one helping you out, the one that was going to be raising you, and you kind of knew who these people were when you chose them. You knew what wasn't working in their lives. You knew what was, and you chose them for something or many things that were actually going to contribute to your life. And other stuff that wasn't working so well, you knew it was there and you were probably okay with it. And then we can spend our whole lives twisting up a million different ways, all the ways our mother didn't do what we thought she should do, and she wasn't a perfect mom. You know, She didn't put me into yeah. piano lessons, or she forced me to go to piano lessons. Or she, you know, made me um, study things I didn't want to. Or she didn't help me out with studying enough. And all mothers have heard these things, different, different aspects of them. And they're all judgments and conclusions that, you're, that you as a mother try to either justify why you did or didn't do something, which you puts you in defense, where you, so you're not being you, and you never see what's actually going on. So to get out of the judgment of all of this, you can start to see what actually worked for you with your parents, what was so right about them you're not getting. What was so right about your mother? You're not getting what was so right about your family. And when you ask the question, you feel an energy that comes up. You may not get anything cognitive with that question, but there will be a, a, like a little glimmer of something. That's what's so right about it, that energy. And then you can start asking, okay, so what was that? And everything else that you have been putting in place, just let go of all that, uncreate it, destroy it. Um, it's, that's what the lies are. The lies are these judgments we put in place that our mothers didn't do what they were supposed to. But what if they did? What if they did the best mm -hmm. they could with what was available, and you picked a parent that actually worked for you better than you can imagine? Mm -hmm. I, was, I was working with a, a man who had terrible parents, terrible, terrible parents, abusive parents. Like, the stories were like, ah! And I asked right. him, what was so right about your parents you're not getting? And the awareness he had, as we asked the question quite a few times, was that he's a very, very big man. He's in a career that being a large man and being an impressive-sized man and a handsome man is very, very beneficial for him. 
And I was like, so what did your dad look like? And he goes, oh, my God, he's a big man, and he's 70, doesn't have him blind on his face, all these points of views about it. And I was like, okay, so is there something about the DNA in that family that actually worked for you? He got that. And I said, so did you actually have any problem really with the abuse? Was it really a problem with you considering where you are now in your life? And he went, huh, no, it's not what I thought it was. And he'd been running this life for years and years about this. And when he saw the, had the awareness of, wow, my, I actually chose them for something I'd never even seen before. The lightness that showed up from was really, really amazing to see. Like there was just this kind of giggly smile on his face. It was like, hmm, maybe it's not as bad as I thought about thought it was. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. You know, it, it, well, I'm really struck by this. Before the break, I asked you a question about, you know, uh, uh, this idea of going down the road of mistakes, whether you are right. a parent, right, and you go down this road and you're afraid to make mistakes, and I shared a couple little stories with you, right, during the break about, you know, the fact that, you, you know, it was my job to raise my brother and it was my sister's job to raise me. She was 12 years older than I was. Um, and, you know, so the question I asked was, look, if we are continually striving for a level of perfection that actually cannot even be defined, preordained or defined, right, until right. we actually get to the point where we then judge ourselves, right, mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting thing. Then, you know, how is this energy preventing us from showing up as love? You see? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I like to use, I mean, love, love is a word that has a lot of stuff attached to it, and it has a different meaning for everybody. Okay. Um, yes, it does. And, and, the, and then what you're speaking to is this love is the caring and the kindness and the nurturing and the gratitude. That's what I mean, right. Yeah, and, and yeah. that's yeah. one of the definitions of love. There's a billion other ones, um, so it's yes, hard to speak of it. Everyone has a different point of view about it. But from that mm-hmm. place of, you know, if you're, look, if you're trying to be perfect as a mother, um, you're not actually asking any questions about what would work for your kids, what, what, what would actually be a kindness to them, what would create more in their lives, what would create more in your life, what would expand both of your lives and contribute to both of your lives. And when, you're, when, you're not, um, when that energy is not available, that question, and you're not looking at what that is, you aren't being kind and caring to your child. When you're trying to do perfection, you can't have that gratitude for your children because you can't see who they are and you can't see who you are. Um, you know, I, it, funny thing is, I, I may have mentioned this in a past show, I speak about it a lot in workshops, Just this is like a silly story, but when I was, my daughter was in preschool, we moved to this new neighborhood in Marin, different parents, we've been in Boston, and I was walking around these tables looking at what the other mothers put in the kids' lunch boxes so I could get it right, so I could now be the perfect mother in Marin, California. Now that had wow. nothing, yeah, I mean, it's really silly, but it had nothing to do with, my, with what my daughter would like to eat. What my daughter, what would be nurturing to her body, what would be easy for to, for me to make, and what would be fun for us. I was trying to see what other mothers did to be perfect, and put it in a lunchbox. Now you can take that and extrapolate that story to um, other things, but that is like one of the ways. So so to be nurturing and caring to my daughter's body, it would be to ask her body what it would like to eat, what would what would she enjoy to have in her lunchbox, what would um, nurture her body. And I couldn't even see that. That wasn't even a possibility to me. It was more like, I want to get this right so no one thinks I'm a bad mom because I put the wrong snacks in the lunchbox. We do crazy things as mothers trying to be perfect. If you can let go of that and say, wow, what would work for me? Then you're, well, able, you know, well, you're mm-hmm. able to see your children, and then you can start and seeing them and knowing what they require is one of the kindest things you can be. 
I want to ask you this question about the the exchange and the energy of this. And what do I mean by that? Okay, so I'm really struck by a couple things, you know, in the conversation. But I think the question that I think we need to talk about really is, you know, the question that uh, we, you know, you had put down for today. What does being a mom mean to us? What does being a mom mean to us? And I think you talked about it a little bit, right? Um, But the the, the other question is, what does being willing to be a bad mom allow uh, allow us to do in, in, in essence, to become a phenomenal mom? You know, I love this question. Maybe you could phrase it differently. But I said something interesting earlier in the show, and I'd love to for, for you to comment on it. You know, my mother had a rough and rocky life, you know, before I was born. And, um, and you know, she, she was somebody that was so far ahead of her time, Glenna, so far ahead of her time, that being confined to the world of women back in mid-century was not really her life path. And so she struggled with that. But one of the things that I, I came to know before I even knew what happened to my mom, I only knew of that thing you just talked about, her kindness, her generosity. I don't ever remember my mom judging me or criticizing me as a young child. And I thought that was interesting, you know, in, as I looked at this show. And so, you know, what does this question mean? How does being willing to be a bad mom allow you to be a phenomenal mom? I would love for you to talk to that. Yeah, that's a great tool, to be willing to be a bad mom. What it does is that mm-hmm. when you're trying to be perfect or good or get everything right, you avoid so much because you're trying to fit in this little box and you're judging everything constantly. And what you're trying to do mm-hmm. is avoid the judgments from everyone around you that you're not doing it right, you're doing it bad from your children, from your spouse, from your baby daddy, from your parents, from everyone around you that you're that you're you're trying to avoid them saying you're bad. When you can stop worrying about that, when that is not part of your reality anymore, when you're willing to have them judge you that you're bad, if someone's always going to judge parenting. Someone is always going to judge, you know, you used to have to, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child, used to be the point of view. And if you didn't spank your kids, you were a bad parent. And then as you go along in time now, if you even, you know, yell at your kids in the store, you're a bad parent. Someone's always going to judge what you're doing. If you don't make that judgment real and you don't try to avoid it and you receive their judgments, it's just an interesting point of view that they have, then you can start creating being a mom, being a parent in a way that actually, like I keep saying, works for you, something totally different. Mm-hmm. I can put what I want in my daughter's lunchbox because mm-hmm. I don't care if someone judges me. That's not something I'm going to be worrying about. I'm not going to, you know, I can put, not have my kids in sports because my parent, my parents think it's really, really important to have your kids in sports. So I try to create that reality for my kids because I don't want my parents judging me. That has nothing to do mm-hmm. with my children. If I'm willing to wow. say, oh, mom and dad are going to get upset because I don't have my kids in sports, and they're going to think I'm being a bad parent, I'm like, okay, that's cool. They can think it. They can think that. That's mm-hmm. fine. What do my kids want to do? Then I can start creating stuff that works for them so their lives can be phenomenal. And they can always start choosing from a place where they don't have to w- w- worry about what people's judgments are of them also. You start to set, you know, set an example would be a way to say that. You become an inspiration wow. for your children when you're choosing to be a bad mom because they get to have that same wow. choice also in their future. Wow. Yeah, I love that. Inspiration rather than perspiration for the mom thing. Let's take a short break, Glenna. When we come back, 
So we're going to talk. What can you ask? Here you go. To create a family that works for you. What can you ask to create a family that works for you? GlennaRice.com is Glenna's website. Uh, also, she has an ongoing monthly telecall, uh, questionable conversations with Glenna Rice. It is phenomenal. If you go to her website, you're going to be able to see that posted there. Also, we have some upcoming events all over the place that when we come back from break, I will tell you about. And then also, Five Days to Change Your Life. That is Access Bars Foundation Level 1, Ricky Williams, Glenna Rice. Where is that? Yeah, that be in Nashville. We'll give you lots of information. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. I like you for me, for me, and the night is gonna be just fine, gotta fly, gotta see. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Tune in to Angels and Answers with Artie Hoffman, the hottest psychic with the warmest heart, every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. With passion and a sense of humor, he delivers spiritual and motivational messages for both individuals and groups of people and is internationally known for his amazing psychic abilities. Don't forget to call in at 800-930-2819 for live on-air readings and visit Artie at ArtieHoffman.com. Join Ari Lauer Friday, May 23rd at East West Bookshop, Seattle for personalized transformational life coaching sessions, 12 to 7 p.m. Call East West Bookshop, 1-800-587-6002 and set up an appointment. Transformational life coach Ari Lauer blends her years of training and coaching with the wisdom of essential oils to offer advice on many levels, allowing her clients to open towards healing the past and stepping into the life that they are meant to be living right now. Visit eastwestbookshop.com. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety can attack or creep up on us at the most inopportune moments, which makes us feel powerless and out of control. However, anxiety is a basic feeling that is created by our mind. Understanding some do's and don'ts about anxiety is a first step to demystify this emotion and regain control. The more we know about a challenge, the more we can find ways to overcome it. You can have it all. Join Dr. Richard Bartlett and Melissa Joy for our mind-blowing Festival of the Healing Arts. Coming to Seattle May 16th through the 25th, we'll be teaching the entire Matrix Energetic Seminar Package in one location. You have to experience yourself. You have to be there, uh, touch it, play with this. It's not a complicated system. It's simple, it's easy, and it's fun. It's quite remarkable. And this woman literally went, doot, doot, and I had this wave, this whole, like, wave of energy comes through me like I had never felt anything like that in my entire life and it just blew me away I was like wow Matrix Energetics Consciousness Technology for Transformation and Healing join us for a free introductory course May 16th from 7 to 9 p.m. seminars will be at the Doubletree Seattle Airport visit MatrixEnergetics.com for a seminar coming to a city near you come as you are and leave transformed The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everyone. 
everyone. Welcome. We want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. Glenna Rice is joining me here today. Glenna, before we get to that question, um, tell folks about some of the things you've got going on and uh, the best way for people to find out more about you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm doing, well, I'm doing some body classes in Europe. I leave tomorrow for Tallinn, Estonia, and then Stockholm, and then I'm back here in Houston. The three-day body class that um, is an amazing class with all these different body processes to start changing your body, giving it more better communion with it, and start like a lot of the body stuff we talked about um, on different calls. That has been those classes contribute dynamically to the stuff I talked about about bodies. And then I'm also doing a five-day class, which is Bars Foundation Level One in Nashville, which you mentioned just before the break with Ricky Williams. I'm very excited about that class. It's the only class he may be doing this year with access. He's really busy with his new football schedule, his coaching, and it's the only one I've been able to fit into my schedule so far. I may be putting one up um, in San Francisco in July, too, so just keep checking my website to see if that gets posted. Um, and Please. you can always find, it's glennarice.com. It's how to, you can find all the information there, or you can go to accessconsciousness.com also and look at my facilitator's page, and that's where all my classes are always posted. <clears throat> Perfect. Wow. You know, you're busy. You're busy. You're busy. Yeah, but it's a good busy, isn't it? It's kind of like a fun busy, isn't it? It's it's fun. It's it's creating my life, and that's always fun. I always ask, you know, um, when I'm choosing different things, is it what's this going to create in my life? Is this going to create more in my future, yes or no? Because that light heavy. If it's it's heavy, it's alive. If it's true, it feels light for you. And so I'm always, with the things I choose that seem really busy and crazy are always a yes. So there are always something that's created in my life, so that is always fun. I'm back in grad school right now doing my doctorate in physical therapy. That, I can't say, has been really fun every day, but I <laughs> perceive the energy of what it's creating in my future, and that gives, that is, there's a joy in that. So a lot of the things we do may not be fun in the moment, but if they're creating more for your life in the future, there's a joy in the creation of it. I'm sitting down and writing yeah. papers at midnight. is not always yeah. the funnest thing. To do. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. I felt the same way. I did. Well, look, there's a lot of things that you're doing to create a better place for all of us to live, and I want to thank you for that. Um, before the break, the question that I asked is, what can you ask to create a family that works for you? And I just thought to myself, okay, what are some of the things now I've heard over this past weekend, right? You know, what are some of the things that that showed up that I don't know some of the questions, not so much about a family that works for you. So this is really for all of us to really look at how we're looking at the world, how we're looking at our families and try something different on, isn't it? Yeah. Try something different. Mm. Choose something Mm -hmm. different and be willing to change it. You know, willing to change like, okay, so this works that week. It doesn't work next week. Um, so how do you? Ask, so I, what I was just telling about how I, you know I create my life from the things that create more for me that expand my future yeah. possibilities. So creating a family that works for you is asking questions like that, um, and and you're not looking for an answer. You're looking for things that will create more lightness. You're looking for awarenesses. And I'm traveling a lot, um, and my mother usually comes out and stays and helps out with the kids. My dad just had knee surgery a week ago, and I'm leaving for Europe tomorrow. Wow. That put a whole wrench in my universe this week. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Now, my kids, my, they're a little older than on the website. My son's 
almost still be 20 in, a few, in four weeks. And right, I right. I just speech. saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I need to update that one. Um, <laughs> so they're going to be, you know, their dad, dad lives not too far away. We've got amazing neighbors. Friends are going to be popping by. I've kind of worked this whole thing out. And I had to, like, you know, what I had to ask the question, okay, how can this work for me greater than I can imagine? How can I go to Europe, have the kids be safe, have everything work for them better than we can imagine? What's it going to take for this to work out? What do I have to change here? What do I have to do differently? And I sat my kids down and had really long conversations like, you know, mom has to go. Would it work for you if I didn't go and cancel all these classes? And that was like a no, like, mom, no, we want you to go. Then you guys need to step up and be something different. Can you do it? And just seeing like that turning, that question of asking them to step up and be something different with this and giving them the okay to have it work for them during the week, too. They'll be, gone, they'll be here about six days before my mom can actually show up with my dad. Um, that's how you start creating things that work for you. Now, people are going to judge me as a bad parent with this. They could. Some of them would be, oh, my gosh, how does she do it? There's going to be a lot of judgments. I had to, like, look at mm-hmm. it. How is this going to work for me and my kids? And they're so on board with it. And they've had few, you know, they've had weekends where they've been, where my son has been the one taking care of, like you, like you did, taking care of his little sisters or his younger sisters. Yeah. And he's great at it. And he's great at it. Mm-hmm. And giving him the freedom to be that even more, without it being a burden and a responsibility, more like, you know, you're contributing this fam- to the family you live in. How do you want to do that? And having them all contribute that way. It's been really cool to see what they're willing to be for me and for the family. So that's one of the questions, like, would it, and I had to ask, would, being, would going to this class still work for me, yes or no? And it still felt light. So then what do I have to be different here so it will work? One of the things that is so interesting about this is that um, something happens when we move from trying to solve a problem. And I want to talk about this because, you know, if there is one thing that comes to mind about parenting is this comment that that gets made about, you know, great moms are moms that know how to find a solution. Right, you've heard. I know you've heard that before. A solution yeah. for everything, right? Yeah. Um, a friend of mine said this weekend. You know what? That's actually a control freak. And I thought yeah. <laughs> this is one of the things I heard this weekend, right? And I yeah. thought I got to think about that. Is that really true? And yeah, but but nothing came up where what if what if we were in search of awareness, right? And I would love for you to talk about how being in the question perhaps gives us insight or awareness that problem solving does not. Does that make sense, that question I just asked you right Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So, because, yeah, you, mom, right? Problem, problem, problem. Oh, we got to make them food. Okay, don't have any food. You, you know what I'm trying to say. Everything from the little to the extreme. Is, and and um, so you said control freak, which is really interesting because yes, it feels like you have to be a control freak a lot as a mother. What is right. really cool is if you're if you're willing to be out of control, like having no controls allows you to be a question, ask questions that can give you awarenesses about things that would actually change what's not working for you, what you're defining as a problem. It can be outside of what your realm of possibilities is. It actually could be easier. Um, so you ha- so being a question 
and looking for the awareness gives you more possibilities of how these problems can be solved. But you're not coming from an answer. You're coming from a totally different place. And if you're this question of what would it take for my life to be easy for my family to work for me, if you had that question, then the things that pop up that are going to work are going to be contributing to the question you've asked. That's what's so cool about these questions. They open doors. And then the things that start showing up contribute to what you're asking for, asking you shall receive. Um, when I, my youngest was two, I needed to find I, my daycare fell apart. I had a huge caseload the entire week of patients, new patients. My practice was fairly new at the time. And I had no one to watch my daughter. And I was frantic. I was in tears, like, Everything wasn't working for me. And then I asked them questions. Okay, what would it take to get a daycare provider that works for me and works for my daughter? Went on, um, you know, Craigslist, I believe. I had, and I never used Craigslist. There was a, someone posted in the neighborhood who was looking for a two-year-old. And, you know, find out that she's never posted on Facebook before ever, and she rarely ever has an opening, but something had just happened and someone had moved out of town. Boom, my daughter's in that slot by Friday. By the, you know, wow. the day I had my case, so she was, I had new daycare. It was wonderful. My daughter loved this place. She was there for a, like a year and a half, two years until she went to preschool. Wonderful situation, and it worked for me. This was a woman that had a lot of time available, cute little kids running around in her house, sang, sang every day beautiful songs to the kids. It was just a wonderful, wonderful environment for my daughter, and it came from not problem-solving. I didn't have to beat the pavement. I didn't have to call up a million daycares and go interview. What would work for me, it was right there took me about 15 minutes to get the email, call her up, and then get the first, you know, go down and see the place the next day. And my daughter was in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, will- it's willing to let the universe and everything around you contribute to your parenting. We don't have to do this all alone. We don't have to do it by ourselves, especially if you're a single mom to have that question. Everything around you, the, contra- every- the universe, the molecules of everything and everybody contributing to creating parenting working for you, to creating a life that's greater than you can imagine. You know what I love about this? Yeah. Here's what I love about this. I want to talk with you about this when we come back. You, I know you have heard stories. I have heard them. And as a matter of fact, I've been part of it. I just shared a story about my brother when he was three. Um, in, in this idea of knowing. And one of the things that I'm really struck by and what you're talking about is this, this idea. When a mom, and I know you've been in this yourself, right? When a mom is, is looking at her, her children, and in a nanosecond of, let's say, danger, right, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like to you, it could be a dog that's approaching anything, but danger. You have your child, right? Mm-hmm. It's really interesting what happens in that moment for a mom. And, you know, this is something I want to I wanted just hold and talk to you about when we come back. There is a natural element that goes on. Uh, at least that I'm familiar with for myself and and for my, you know, the people that have been in my life, this automatic switch that happens where moms just know. They just know in a nanosecond where they have to be all-knowing or they have to be in that place of caring for a child. There's something that happens, this place of knowing. I'd like to talk to you about that. It's as if the question comes to mind without them even consciously asking it. I'd love to know what you think about that when we come back. Glenna Rice joining me here today. Go to GlennaRice.com. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com The following audio is via a Skype call. So long, just to carry on. I'm the Lou Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Glenna Rice joining us here today. You know, the lessons um, that we learn in life, um, sometimes we don't take a moment to actually recognize, you know, a new level that, that we have come to in our life, where things that used to baffle us don't baffle us anymore. We have a level of knowing and intuition, some people call it, whatever that is you know, that we step into a different place. And as a result of that, Glenna, um, life 
tends to be easier. And, you know, I'm not saying that stuff doesn't happen in life, but I'm actually, you know, what I was referring to before the break was we enter in a, a different zone of being. That's the way I refer to myself. I enter in a different zone of my being right now, a place that when I was growing up, I didn't even know existed. Um, and I wanted to ask you about that. You know, we hear stories of people knowing the room to go to to pull their child out of a fire or knowing that their missing child had jumped into the deep end of the pool. And I wanted to talk with you about what this conversation today and, and what the tools are that you teach people are really about, the magic of that. So often in emergency situations, you kind of let go of all of the facade that we aren't magical beings that are totally aware. In an emergency situation, we'll actually be the magical, amazing beings we are that we're capable of all the time. And we and because it's an emergency, you won't pretend you're actually as small and as limited as you really are pretending you are in this reality. And we're actually being. Instead of like like instead of looking at it as like a zone, different zone of being, what if in those times you're actually being you? And the rest of the time, you're just kind of pretending you're something else. Because we have a lot of stuff in place to make sure we fit into this reality that's not, that where magic isn't really possible except in emergency situations. Um, but we actually have this magic. This magic is what, this, what access consciousness is actually giving you to access the consciousness you are is really to access the magic we have available 24-7, every single day, all the time. The stuff that we see in those situations where you knew that there was something you know, that the tree was going to fall or you need to get out of the house because there was a fire, that's when you're actually being you. And what if we could have that every day, all the time, and we could get rid of all of this stuff that says it's not possible? Because when you're being the question, you know, just the daycare story, silly story, another one, not a big, you know, there's no fire involved, but that was me being and accessing this magic that was available with my awareness and what was possible. And every time you have it show up in an emergency situation or any situation, if you acknowledge it, and ask for more of it. Like, how does it get even better than that? What else can I do if I can do that? Wow, what else is possible? You can start having it more often and more often, and then it starts to get more fun. You'll ask more questions. Because when your life yeah. is showing up easier and you're being and everything's falling into place like magic, you're creating that. And what would it take to have more of it? A lot You know, more. one of the things, a lot more. And, lot you know, more. let's talk about what's po- what, what is it we have to do what, what do we have to adjust to know that we can really live our lives like this? As a matter of fact, you know, weren't we sort of, weren't we sort of born into a world with this ability to live like that? I mean, you know, honestly, before being able to problem solve and do all the other things that we do, you know, we had a knowing of how to ask for what we want. You know, we had a knowing of, of, uh, of things that, you know, as I think as we get older, you know, sometimes we get clouded by the the mind that thinks it knows everything. <laughs> right. And, and it, your mind only has the ability to know what it already knows. It can't, <laughs> it can't come up, you can't think up new possibilities. Those always come from awareness. I mean, everything Einstein did that was outside the box was from awareness. It wasn't from his cognitive mind. He then used his cognitive mind to play with it in brilliant ways. It was all, when you hear, you know, when he talks about it, it was from awareness. Um, we've, yeah, we've always been that way. We came in that way, and we were told it wasn't possible. You can't know that. How did you get the answer in school? You can't know how to do that. 
well, you can't do that. Oh, that's not possible. We were told by our parents and our teachers and the people around us, that's not possible. And then we'll say the same things to ourselves, like, wow, this thing just happened to me. But nothing happens to you. You're the creator of everything. So when magic shows up, go, wow, how did I create that? What else can I do? That was cool. And you can start accessing more of um, what's available, more of this, this, yeah, the magical beings we truly are that are capable Mm -hmm. of crazy stuff. You know, lifting cars off kids that are pinned under, and we've all heard that story. Now, what if that is something that we can access every day? Not that we need to go walk around with cars on our back, but what if Mm -hmm. that ability to be outside the box is available to us every day? And instead of discounting the magic, which is what is a huge part of what stops it, is to say, okay, cool. Did I create that? And then being grateful for the creation and asking, well, what else can I do? Can I have more of that? And doing it with our kids. I do it with my kids all the time. Like when they had, and especially when they were little, when they would know someone that was calling on the phone before I picked up the phone, I would just look at my daughter and go, wow, you knew that before I did. That is so cool. I want that. How did you do that? You know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, what would it take for me to have that too? You're amazing. What else can you do would be something I would say to them a lot. Wow, if you can do that, what else can you do? What else are you aware of? And they're some of my greatest facilitators um, to this day. They have so much awareness about stuff that I can change in my life. Wow. Um, Well, you know, and this is really something that you've shared with us all along. So what do we want to leave folks with? What would be a question that folks tuning into the show might begin to ask themselves to begin this process? of shifting. What would you have to be and do different to create a life that is more phenomenal than anything you've ever imagined? Okay. You know how quickly I got the, yeah, you know how quickly I got an awareness about that one? Yeah. Like, uh, you didn't even get the thing out yet, the question out yet. So go go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, I was, that was, that was the question. What do you have to be and do different to create something more phenomenal than you can imagine? And allow the universe, Mm -hmm. everything around you, you, universe, consciousness of everything contribute to what that looks like and every time you feel the energy that just came up follow it say yes to it wow that feels like that thing when i was on that radio show that feels like what came up when she said that weird question okay i'm going to do that okay i'm going to be that i'm going to do it different that's going to create that and see what starts showing up and it's just a choice every 10 seconds you can choose something different if it's not what's working for you nothing has to be fixed and so you can always change your point of view and change your choices I love it, Glenna. Thank you so much for a fabulous show. Fabulous show today. I love it. Amazing. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is so good. Uh, I have an idea for the next show that you and I can talk about. I mean, you know, part of this is we all get to explore what it really means to be authentic in life. And I think that's what you bring to the forefront. It's a new way to not even say, oh, I'm going to be authentic. But by the questions that you bring forth and and you're helping us with, we get to step in that level for ourselves. And what, I'm, what I mean by that, and I think you know what I'm talking about, is, you know, it's not clouded by a mind that would limit us. Thank you, Glenna. Thank you so much. For- the preceding audio was via a Skype call.